another edition of Growing Up Gay. It is the one and only Malik. I'm here with my trusted confidant. Oh, I almost said Malik y'all again. Vaughn. Vaughn, how you doing? Where you at, friend? Hey, friend. I'm good. How are you? Child Vaughn got the phone going off in the background. I'm telling you, raggedy. It's real raggedy. Raggedy. Um, I am really excited about today's episode because I am joined, we are joined with uh, one of my childhood friends, a mutual friend of Vaughn and ours at this point, Chancy. Chancy. Yes. Hey, everyone. This is Chancy. Welcome to our show. Oh, thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you for being here. I feel like this is going to be a fun episode. Y'all, this is going to be a, a bit more of a relaxed episode. I don't know if y'all have picked up on the drift of the direction of the show, but we have been taking things a little bit less, um, not less serious because we're about our business, but just a little more ease. You know what? I think a good um, analogy is that uh, an analogy for that is, girl, take your crown off. <laughs> Sometimes you have to take your crown off. You in the house now. After a, you in the house after a long day, just take your bra off. Take you your know? bra off. <laughs> take your wig down. off. Take right. your shoes off at the door. Get comfortable, like right. especially considering what's going on. Like nobody don't, don't nobody don't got time to be being all serious and, and right. overly produced. Like people just want natural shit these days, and that's what we feeling. Very much so. Mm-hmm, Very much mm-hmm. so. Um, so, Chancy, yeah, how have you been this week? What's been the highlight of your week? Um, the highlight of my week probably was starting new employment. Um, we love a job. Yeah, we love a good love, job. Love being essential. Now, I was not essential before. Right. I, I come from like my background is like the banking industry or like customer service stuff like that. But I've made myself essential Ooh. and. <laughs> so how are you liking it? Are you scared? Do you I'm, feel a little I'm fearful? Apprehensive a little because it's a it's a position in a, in a whole realm that I'm not completely used to. Um, mm-hmm. So it's more of a of a warehouse setting. So they're teaching me how to do things like drive a pallet jack or operate a nice. pallet jack. So. A man, you got your old manly oh, ass okay. job. Okay, oh, oh, okay. Like yes. beep beep, get out of my way. They got right. like, all of that. Move, bitch. I got a large load. Me, like back up. So, um, you know, so that was probably the highlight for me um, because the the prior week wasn't. Um, it wasn't the best. I lost a lot of stuff. I got really drunk. Um, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so I wasn't very happy about that. So, yeah, making my, becoming essential this week has been my... We love that. Uh, becoming essential. Becoming essential. Yeah. An essential yes. worker. We love an essential moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, 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 listen, we're grateful for you and all the essential workers. Can we get an amen? Amen. amen. Y'all, the other day, so for those who don't know, me and Chancey, we live together. And we, we live together, but we've also been friends for over 10 years. We met... When um, we were in high school, Chancy and I um, grew it's giving, up. It's giving. I'm sorry. It's giving it's, quiet storm. It's giving quiet storm to y'all. If y'all hear the the rolling thunder in the background, mm-hmm. it's real, y'all. Uh-huh. It's real right. Thunder. That's not a sound effect. That's not a sound it's, effect. It's, a, it's a rainy, gloomy day here in Atlanta. It's a, it's a very shy day. Uh huh. Yeah. There's a quiet storm. Honey, where's where's my soup at? My soup right. and my and, and my blanket. This is good. Like. The house is clean. Yeah, I don't want anybody to come over. Kind of weather. But my man, if that, <laughs> listen, he can come. He can come. <laughs> Sometimes you need to be by yourself. Sometimes Pause. I do want to be alone. <laughs> he sure can't come. <laughs> hey. um, so me and Chance, we grew up on the same street. We were neighbors, and so we've been friends for forever and a day. So I'm, I'm excited to have him on the show because. Child, Chancey probably knows me better than anybody in the world. Um, so, 
Awesome. Um, my week this week has been really fun and interesting mm-hmm. and 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 uh, just fun. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys got to join me, but last night I went live on Glad's account. We did yes. an Instagram live, and we I taught like a, a, a little 25 minute yoga flow with Kyle Krieger. Uh, so that was fun So shout out to Glad Shout out to Lifeform If you guys Shout out for like Lifeform need to give us a check For this little <laughs> This little thing I'm about to give them um, If you use the code word Glad You can get 15% off Of a Lifeform mat Until October 30th So Use the code word Glad Get a 15% discount Alright So That was really fun Teaching the class We had a really good turnout um, Lots of impressions Over um, over 2,000 folks tuned in throughout right, the um, yeah, through. so it was a lot Dang. of people on the live. So I was really excited about that. Yeah. Um, so that's been the highlight of my week, I guess, teaching that class. And, and the kind doll of, is in demand. The yeah. doll is in demand, honey. Ho- ho- hopefully, a million dollar check is coming. Yeah, don't listen, hopefully. That's on, not how you get it. Hey, you say it's coming. Hey, that, that, that million dollar check is mm-hmm. on the like way. Like Whitney Houston said, oh, yeah. if it makes you feel like a million dollar bill, stay. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, the dollars in demand, so I'm excited. Um, and and so, so that was a fun, 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 fun experience. So again, thank you, Glad. Thank you, Lifeform, for having me. Um, Vaughn, how was your week? What's going on with you? Uh, my week was good. It went by fast. It's it's been chill. I mean, it was all right. I didn't do anything special. I just went to work. Um, I've been doing a lot of adulting this week. It was one of those weeks where you handle your responsibilities and, you know, boring. It is Scorpio season, though. Hey. Shout out to all my Scorpios out there. Yeah, shout out to them. You know, the best season of the year. Scorpio season is here. Yes. And by your birthday, is, in, is it five days? Yes, sir. Yeah, five days. So, yes. y'all, make that cash app scene. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> make sure your volume's turned on when you get it so you can hear the change go ring. <laughs> D-A-U-N-B-R-O That's the Hit the cash I'm just joking Y'all don't have to send me no money But Y'all um, better send my brother a dollar too You know what's funny I, I don't I, I don't like celebrating my birthday And everyone mm. finds it so weird mm. But I don't like celebrating my birthday I don't even really like acknowledging it It makes me anxious It oh. gives me anxiety So do me a favor, mm-hmm. if you. I'm not gonna like tell anybody. I, we just, I just told people it's my birthday. Though. Yeah, I, I just told them it's five days. Yeah. So I think when this episode is posted, your birthday would, would have would have. have it's Thursday, the twenty ninth. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Anyway. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That brings us right into our Get It Together. So for those who are new to the show, the Get It Together is a portion when Vaughn and I sign off on something that is pertinent in our lives, a health-based fitness tip, whatever is happening. And my Get It Together is do not forget about your system. Mm. And the system is just whatever processes and programs you have in your life. Um, I wrote down a quote the other day, and it said that uh, it says that yoga is a system, city, and what you are, who you are, determines if your constituents are in abundance or famine. Mm. So what that means is, for an example, the system that you may have that is pretty much we all relate to is a system of having a job and getting a paycheck. And then, you know, that system allows us to feed our bodies, to nurture ourselves. That system allows us to have self-care, whether it's the gym, a therapist, Uh, a manicure whatever that system allows us to tie that church or whatever the case may be so all these systems allow different processes for us and they really 
determine how we live and, and, and where we go and how we thrive and survive. So I would encourage all of us to check your systems and to see if they are benefiting you right now and if they're not benefiting you right now. Don't throw them away, you know, but simply look at them and say, okay, is there a portion of this particular map that I can recalibrate? Because so, so often we want to start all over. But no, you know, find a way that you can, That's true. you know, create, create maybe um, a refresher for the system. Like, don't throw the whole book away. Mm. Find a way to keep your book. Find a way to keep your system. Refresh them. You know, see, what, see what's working. See what's not working for you. All right, y'all. That's my get it together for the week. Chance, you have something for us? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, I think I do, actually. Um, I think I want to encourage the people to be proactive instead of reactive. Ooh, um, that's, listen. That's a word. <clears throat> that's one yeah. of my favorite I things want you in to, general. And I, and I too. Um, this is something that I try to practice every day, being proactive instead of reactive, because um, as I just mentioned, I've made myself essential. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and at this, at this new place of employment, processes are obviously ran differently Mm -hmm. i'm at a warehouse versus a financial institution so it's a completely different realm right and um in order for you to get in and out of the compound you need to have your id badge so that you can let yourself in and out Uh, i literally my second day of training a young man is trying to get out of the turn wheel as i'm like approaching it and he's like, hey, bro, can you let me out? And I'm, I just threw my hands in the air like Rihanna. <laughs> I threw my hands in the air. And I was like, I don't like, no, like literally I'm in training. And they're like, dog, if you let someone out, that's called piggybacking. You'll yes. be terminated. And I'm like, uh, sir, mm-hmm. it's my second day. Like, I'm not, I'm not with, I'm not with it. He, you know, he got a little upset, a little touched because I didn't, my, my badge is literally in my hand. But, right. you know, so I, 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 I needed him to be, <laughs> Proactive, Proactive. Mm-hmm. You know you got into this building some way somehow If you right. lost it in here that sounds personal I'm sorry for you but you need right. to contact security Or your or your direct member of management So there that they can get you out of this turn wheel Because the kid ain't doing it Right So be proactive That's real yep. Don't don't react to shit because of And I'm sorry for my profanity hey. Alright mm-hmm. I've, I've spoken said, Right into the rain. <laughs> Do y'all hear the thunder? That was that. That was that was the Lord letting us know Lord. that He agrees. He, he said, "Amen." <laughs> I like that, Chancy. Yeah, yeah, I do because at the end of the day, bitch, don't be trying to use me, huh? Okay, yeah. right. That's one of the things I live by. Yeah, be proactive as opposed to reactive. And I think with starting new employment, it's always I will say the one consistency I found I've found, regardless of where I've worked, whether it was in hospitality or now in another industry uh, or whatever I worked in airline industry, like a lot of companies tend to have procedures in place where they are reactive as opposed to proactive. And it grinds my gears because I'm always like, well, if y'all know there's going to be a problem, why don't we just, or or the potential potential for a problem problem, or an issue opportunities, what they call it an opportunity Mm -hmm. for an issue. Why don't we just mitigate that as opposed to waiting until it happens and having practices to, you know set an established an established practice get that together and if that practice doesn't work we can revisit it and reform it or whatever the case may be exactly so yeah that's my that's my get it please get it together all the way together and be proactive be ahead of your situation and do not react to your situation amen
Y baba. Bob, what you got for us? Um, I actually don't have a set get it together for this week. Um, I've been getting my life together. Like I said, I've been doing, you know, mature, responsible adult things all week. Uh, so if there's any loose ends out there, get them together, friends. Hey. If yeah. you have anything that you need to be doing that you shouldn't have been doing or that you, you know, any of that, get it together. Like, one of the things for me is I'm trying to work on a business right now. Um, I'm working on one with my cousin and my best friend. And there's just, we've, we've been in, like, conference calls and, like, you know, we finally bought our LLC. So, like I said, this week for me has just been, like, all business-minded and, like, responsible Come on, you know. Right. Listen, when they said that email, I said, bitch, y'all can't tell me that. I ain't made a dollar. When Nikki said, I just said that bitch and made a name of LLC. <laughs> I'm like it. Yeah, that's, yeah. So I, for me, my get it together with this, for this week would be get yourself together. Whatever it is that you know you should be doing right now that you aren't, take this moment as a reminder at the top of your week to get that shit together. together. Like 702. Listen, get it together. Okay. <laughs> Come on, baby. <laughs> well, with that being said, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with this week's Growing Up Gay. Hey, y'all, it's Vaughn. Before we dive into this week's Growing Up Gay, I just wanted to remind everyone to please rate the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Five star ratings and comments help to grow the show and we would greatly appreciate it. Now, back into this week's episode. And we are back with this week's Growing Up Gay, featuring our special guest, Chansey. Mm-hmm. So you guys know how we do. Whenever we have a guest on the show, it's like, you know, an interview style, but also very conversational. And like I said, Chansey and I have been friends for a really long time. And, you know, we have just such deep ties. And so I know a, a lot about him that. So we're going to explore all of that. Um, <clears throat> Chansey. Yeah. When did you realize that you were gay, and and, and how did that come <coughs> come into play? For you? Excuse me. Um. So, I am originally from Boston, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and while um, growing up in Massachusetts for the beginning portion of my life, I went to the school called um, Christopher Attics, and at this school we would have like. Um, you know, recesses and like break times and stuff like that. Um, it was then that I knew um, that I wanted to be the mama and everybody else could be the dad and everybody else could listen, be the daddy. Saw in the sandbox. Gonna, listen, listen, nobody was going to run that household. I too playing house. Uh-huh. wanted to be the mom. Yeah. Because no, no dead ass. We going to run this house the way it needs to be ran. And right. we need order and structure up in here. Right. Because that's how I was raised, I believe. So right. That's when I knew, like, I think, I, for one, I knew that no one could run the quote unquote house, house. the way that I could. And two, I felt a stronger attraction to my my um, male peer, my male oh. peers versus my yeah. So that's when I knew it was <laughs> it was on and popping, baby. How old were you then? You think <clears throat> he was young? He was young. He was um, oh lord, like seven, eight. So, give me, give me like, give me like six to eight. Yeah, give me somewhere right there. I know? was the same. When um I, there was these, I grew up in a pretty white area. Once I moved to Florida from Jamaica, um, and the four boys that I hung out with when I was younger, two of them were white, one was Latino, and the other was uh no, he was white as well. Three of them were white. Sorry, um, and I remember we used to always play games like you know cops and robbers, like all that those kind yeah. of games, Love and it. I always found myself 
being like, well, you know, I'm just going to tend to the kitchen. <laughs> like, or, you know, I would always, you know, always. And I, I, I used to think back on that. Once I started, like, realizing that I was, you know, gay, I was like, you know, the signs were kind of always there. Yeah. It's something about. It was just intuitive. For me, the attraction to the same sex, it just felt so and currently feels so natural. Right. I. <laughs> I'd be a fool to ignore it. Like, and I would be doing myself a, a super injustice. Like, yeah. I feel like I would be doing myself so wrong. And yeah. so I yeah. knew at a very, me personally, you know, I felt at a young age that I knew I was different. I knew mm-hmm. I was special, but it didn't bother me none. I was right. so comfortable and so confident um, in who I was, who Becoming. I felt like I could become. Right. Mm-hmm. Did your peers stifle any of that do you think like your family members for dear they came for me um they asked me a ton of questions that now the questioning made me uncomfortable right um one of the main questions that i got over the years especially like elementary school and the beginning portion of middle school was are you gay Mm. that question that 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 question right there Mm -hmm. i think has been heard Mm -hmm. echoed Mm -hmm. a million times Mm -hmm. and i wanted to say yes but i felt like there were so many consequences behind Mm. saying yes at a young age did you understand what gay meant or you did okay Mm -hmm. because i know for me that was my thing for for a while i didn't for a while about sexuality gay for me and then i learned that it was happy that right. the word meant happy. happy. Right. So I was like, oh, lovely. <laughs> this is great. This is right. It's, going, it's working out in my favor. <laughs> Everything is great. Phenomenal. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but when I was asked by my peers if I were gay, if I was gay, um, it bothered me some because it just made me uncomfortable because I felt like you shouldn't even be asking me this. Like, you're a child. Right. And this, this is my thought process. Right. Yeah, right. You're a child. You should mind, you go over there my, and color. My, say like, in children's business. No, stay out of mind. <laughs> I, but it, but I'm I'm the eldest of four. There's four mm-hmm. of us. Um, and so, obviously, I would have spent the most time with my mom or my dad. Um, so, oh Lord, being the leader of a of a clan of a of, <laughs> of a, a following, you know, the the kids behind you, right? Um, being the eldest of some siblings is it's a special position to hold because I feel like you're forced into a certain level of maturity mm-hmm. before without question before yeah. certain you, you before some of your peers maybe yeah. and stuff like that so I feel like when like I said when I was questioned you know are you gay? I, I dead ass thought to myself you need to mind your fucking business like, I didn't <laughs> right. say this but right. I was thinking like you need to mind hush right and stay in a child's place <laughs> right yes I am but I'm not gonna you mind your business <laughs> So you know, um, it it definitely made me feel feel away, yeah. Because I couldn't be at the time my true authentic self, self. because I too mm. am a kid, right? And who am I to be Lottie Dottie out here? It's not it's not it wasn't my my season just yet, right? It mm. wasn't my time to shine. Was there like how was your household at that time? Like were you was that encouraged? Were you fearful about you know owning that and and, and saying that because like I know sometimes there are times when like you will be confident with who you are and what you are and when, when people will ask you you will want to say yes but then there's like this thing in the back of, back of your mind like oh i can't say that because of xyz maybe because of some things i've heard at home right. maybe you know um things in culture yeah think things in culture was that <clears throat> were there any other i guess like outstanding circumstances that were preventing you from from wanting to own that early on yeah um I didn't want to be the one at the time. Mm. 
the one meaning the one. The oh, one he's the gay one. He had, yeah. yeah, he has yeah. solidified what he is. He said it out of his mouth. He. You didn't want that attention. I didn't want that kind of attention because mm-hmm. ki- because people are mean. Yeah. Um. At the end of the day, right. in the beginning, honestly, especially kids. Yeah, kid. Oh, Fuck a kid. Adults. <clears throat> Everybody is terrible. Because adults will do it too, and they and adults are more snide about. It. At least children are direct. Mm-hmm. Adults will make you feel like it's a safe space, and then betray that That's true. with the. You know, oh, that's the gay one. Yeah. You know, you start to realize when they treat you a little de- different, or they they start questioning you yeah. a little more than they would. Why you ain't doing so and so? And it's like, mm-hmm. damn, bitch, we just I'm trying to watch Passions with you. Why I gotta go outside and play? Right. I want to watch Passions. You know. That's exactly real. right. So, um, you know, I, I um, yeah, I tried. Yeah. To. Yeah. Well, what I what I can say is that when I was in like elementary school, or Christmas Crisp, Crisp, addicts, um, I was I was being my true authentic self. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until like middle school that I realized, oh, you have to you gotta rein that you gotta, in. You gotta really back in a little mm-hmm. bit so that you're not giving yourself away by mm-hmm. by acting so feminine. Mm-hmm. Or I always I how always how do you learn those cues? I was gonna say I always so every taught. every so queer child. Especially of our generation, anywhere from I'll say twenty three mm-hmm. to twenty three and up, especially twenty five and up, really twenty five and up, really, for our generation of, of millennials, we all have that point where we realize whatever we are is a problem. Yes, whatever we are going through is not normal. Mm-hmm. Whoever this person is, this energy that we carry is. There's something about it that's not socially accepted. And not only is it not socially accepted, it's quote unquote bad. Yeah. So there becomes a point where, because as a child, you don't think about consequences. You kind of just are who you are. Even if you might get popped on the hand or, you know, you might get a, a biting remark because they see you doing something that's quote unquote gay or quote unquote feminine, you don't have the awareness, the social intelligence is what I'll call it to rein that in because it's just naturally who you are are. but there comes a point every queer child or every uh trans person or you know anyone on that spectrum's experience it becomes a point in your experience where you realize whoa 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 whoa. whatever this is that i have that's truly inside of me i need to mask it for the sake of peace Uh yeah and keeping other people comfortable yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. i agree yeah i agree and then you become an adult and you just become a raging bitch like (laughs) you don't give a fuck Fuck. about any of that anymore right (laughs) And anybody can get the fuck smacked. Right. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Bro. I'm kidding. <laughs> and you guys, he's saying that as he's waving a knife. Oh, okay. Well, I'm cutting. I just baked a pizza, y'all. Hey, yes, it's homemade. No, I'm playing. It's a pachetta. Um, what's been the funniest memory as a child looking back? Um, funniest? The funniest. When you, when you think about just growing <clears throat> up and living, what's, what's, what's been the thing that's brought you the most joy? The funniest memory. I guess I didn't really get to answer this. I didn't get to answer this one question you asked about home living. Yeah. Um, my home life was not necessarily ideal, but it was super comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> I think being at home, just being around loved ones who didn't judge me, I think they knew. Th- I think my family already knew what it was or right. or what it is, Shut rather. Yeah, they, they knew. And well, my, mom, my mother actually showed me a photo, and she was like, this is what I knew. <laughs> and, uh, I was just like, hmm. Well, I, I was looking. Hmm. Nice. <laughs> I can nice. see her say, this is what I knew. Uh, she, listen, the, the, I had my leg crossed. We might have been at uh, 
Filene's basement or something like that, taking photos or something. <laughs> Come on, so bad. Right. Oh yes, yeah, so I might have had my leg crossed, just a, just a taste, and had my hands placed on my knee that was crossed over. And it was just, <laughs> smiling, real charm, school like. Right. You know, I just. <laughs> that, a young queen. That a reminds queen. me. I, saw, I was on Instagram the other day, and uh, Kia from the uh, Getting Grown podcast, um, she was like going through her memory on her Instagram, and one of the memories was from like two years ago, and there was this young man at her. Ch- I guess he was in a church or something like that, and he was sitting. When I say pointed, he uh, he had his little uh, tablet, and he was giving you every like po- toes were pointed. Yes. Like he was on his tablet, he was just. <laughs> And he was maybe Got that class. maybe seven, and he was just—it mm-hmm. was so refined and so pointed. Yes. And the, the thing that I loved about it, because he was black, the thing that I loved about it is no one was chastising him. No. Everyone was just letting him be, and I think that's—I think that for me as a gay man now, that's the most beautiful thing. Whenever I see videos or photos of little queer children, yeah. and people are just letting them be, leave, yeah. leave them alone, leave them the fuck alone. Leave them alone. Yeah, leave they them are posh, poised, and perfect. Hey. Leave them the fuck be. P three, bitch. <laughs> Always remember your your, your three P's. Okay. <laughs> Damn, thank you for that. Leave them children be. Yeah, and and you know what? I'm appreciative. So I don't to answer your question, Malik. I don't think I have a. A, a fond, a fondest, funniest yeah, moment, yeah, but yeah. just I. When you asked that, I just could remember being made to feel comfortable at home, at my grandmother's house, that's my beautiful. dad's house, my mom's house. That's beautiful. my family's that's around beautiful. my family. So just, that's actually not an experience a lot of no queer not. people get to have. So that's beautiful. Just like I wasn't like shut out. Yeah, I was right. different. My mom called me um, uh, nothing bad. Um, more reserved as a child but i think that was me pick you know to piggyback off what i said earlier masking it right i think i toned it down a lot around my family too but i couldn't hide it from them so they saw through it it's just like because you're if you don't know chancy chancy's a little bit uh a little more feminine than i think malik and i yeah most definitely yeah Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they don't know me. You guys don't know me. Right. Yet. <laughs> don't make me soon. Yeah. Pictures maybe. Yeah. Um random question. Who's your biggest inspiration? Um probably my mom. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Um, yeah. I can as as an adult now at twenty eight years old, I can see a lot of her in myself. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um a lot of the way that she moved and cooked and cleaned and just handled her business and stuff like Mm -hmm. that i can just see a lot of that in me yeah even some some aspects that i that i'm not too fond of i can see that too (laughs) just a lot of her that's who raised you you know but i appreciate her musical influences and you know stuff i i rocks with jill jill scott and like erica badu because of right you know because of what my mom listened to a lot and so i feel like she would be that's sweet that is Y'all, my mama, they put me in on, on no good music. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, really? And I'm upset. And I'm, she put I'm, you on Luther. No. Really? I, 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 I didn't come from a musical family. Mm. Um, wow. No. So your parents didn't love music? No. Not, that is so not, interesting. Not, not, not really. I mean, my mom was in the band. She she, she played. Was she a majorette? She, she was a majorette. Uh-huh. She was, she was a majorette. She that's where he get it from. Clarinet. She also played. <laughs> Flute. She made flute. Oh, that's dope. But she wasn't like at home playing music and doing all that. Wow. Um. That no, that wasn't. I was doing that because yeah, I just, right. I just wanted to hear that. But 
the one album she played all the time was the Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Really? We, we, we played, my dad had bought it on cassette. Mm, yeah. Not a cassette, yeah. Cassette. We had a, we, you know, in the car. Yeah. We had still had a tape player in the car. And he had it on cassette. So that was like, I guess. That is so interesting because you're very musical. Yeah. I love music. And yeah. I was like, everybody know I'll be a bitch to hit a tune in a second. Right. But, um, I, no. Well, that's a nice introduction to music, at least. Yeah, it, it, absolutely. Miss, yeah, that's a beautiful. Uh, that's a beautiful way to start it. That is so funny. I would not have guessed that. I mm-hmm. feel like I think because I love music so much and I grew up in such a musical household. I mean, neither one of my parents can sing. Mm-hmm. My mama cannot sing. Joe. Who sings in your family? Um, the singing ability, in my personal opinion, I think it comes from my mom's side of the family. Mm-hmm. My grandfather has nineteen children. Um, <laughs> Yes, 19. One, nine. Yes. Um, and they're like majority women. He only has like three sons. Oh, damn. Four or something. 19 kids. Something like that. 19 kids. That's wild. Um, that's wild. And out of the 19 of them, I have an uncle in, in Jamaica that's actually a uh, gospel singer. Oh, yeah. Um, so he sings their side of the family because um, they have a different mom. So their side of the family sings a bit. But I, yeah, my dad did never my dad listens to music like he loves my dad is, is the reason why i love sade because whenever i'd be at my dad's house because my parents are divorced whenever i'd be at my dad's house he and he loved sade for like the <laughs> physical he just thought she was gorgeous like and he enjoyed right and he enjoyed her music um light skin wavy listen as my mom would say <laughs> um yeah. he you know that's what my mama looks like so um but he he introduced me to sade my, my mother introduced me to a lot of music Un, like she wasn't trying to she just her thing is she's like very traditional when she's cleaning up the house it's earth wind and fire yeah. it's barris hammond it's you know a, a plethora of of music yeah. she was she's just a musical being all she can't she cannot she likes to sing but she cannot she that was sing. my yeah. that was my mom my mom too. can sing See, your mama get on my nerves. Yeah, yeah. My, <laughs> she was in the band. She plays it. Your mama is Lizzo, but she, she's not musical. My mom, can, my mom could sing. She played flute. But just around the house, she was not. She would sing in the house, right? But she was not playing music. My mama, my mama is, 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 is the acapella queen. Oh, yeah. All okay, right. She will, she will go. Mike and a light. Mike and a light. She will sing you, girl. Um, Chancey. Mm-hmm. So, something I was thinking about earlier, you, you were talking about, you know, how. When you were in school, you found just this natural, almost like a confidence yeah. of you just being yourself and, and, and playing with your friends and just doing your thing. Yeah. Um, how do you think that you found comfort in your identity? And what would you tell someone that is, you know, struggling to come to terms with who they are and what they are? I'm going to start off by saying that words hurt. Oh. It's because I've. I've I've not been exempt. Don't get it twisted. I've not been exempt from name calling, from being right. called the F word, the the one that's very sensitive to mm-hmm. the LGBTQ plus community. That F word. Agate. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Agate. I've not I'm I've not I'm not exempt from any of that. Um but you have to understand that people are gonna talk shit mm-hmm. because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And they gonna keep talking about you until the day that you die, and even then, sugar. They may very well <laughs> keep your keep name talking. right in right. their mouths. Accept that and learn that there's just you just got to live with that because there's nothing we can do about it. Right, Amen. I received that. Understand and know that opinions are like assholes. Literally, there's eight billion people on the planet. Everybody has one. Right, an asshole that is. <laughs> <laughs> keep your shit together. Keep your head screwed on tight and know that you're above that. 
You're above the name calling. Mm-hmm. You're above, you know, what someone's opinion of you um, is or is not. Rather, you know, do do you do what makes you comfortable. Figure out what inspires you, what makes you happy and brings you the most joy, mm-hmm. and go after that. And don't stop chasing that until you obtain it. And even then, Absolutely. after you obtain it, go and find something else that brings you joy and enlightenment. And right. you go follow that. Just don't stop. Don't stop doing what brings you joy and happiness. Um, How do you think or when do you think was a point in your life where you were like, you know what? I'm comfortable in exactly who Chansey is. And that's all I need to be worried about is is my level of comfort with who I am. It must have been after I officially came out to my mm-hmm. mom. Um, that was What around, year was this? This is probably 2008 because I, Ooh, I remember okay. Obama a lot in my head right now. Yeah. We were living down in McDonough, Georgia. I was attending a, a diverse school uh, called Union Union Grove High School at the time. And, um, yeah, so once I told my mom we were living down there, once I told her that I was officially like, hey. Fuck the rest I, of you niggas. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's no, real. Seriously, that, no, she, that's real. She yeah. was the one person I was, like, trying to. Protect it from. Yeah. Well, keep it. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> I was keeping it from her mainly because right. I actually went to school with um, cousins. Oh, I had cousins that attended school with Malik and I. Um, and I, I, what I didn't want to happen is for them to go back and tell, and tell her. her. Yeah. Mm. So when we had that, that away time. time for a while, right. mm-hmm. when we had that away time, I took that t- opportunity to. Now there was a a, a situation that. You know, prompted me to just go ahead and be really? open with uh huh. Okay, so I'm just gonna tell because I feel like I had I, you know, I don't know if you know my coming out story, Mm-mm. but I had same, it, there was a situation that prompted mine as well. I don't think it's the same kind of situation, it's probably not it a situation because mine was uh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, you she, she found some photos, I let her use my laptop, she found some, some photos I had taken, oh, yeah. Um, and she was like, is there anything you want to talk to me about? I was like, no, no, is everything fine? <laughs> everything. But what clearly, you talking about? I don't know what you're doing. But clearly my ass was in her face. <laughs> right. Um, oh, damn. And so I went and sat on my bed for a second and pondered for maybe, maybe give me 60 seconds. I got my ass back up and I that was fox. like, listen, listen. Like I said, hey, <laughs> maybe I should just tell the you. The cat's out of the back. <laughs> I am gay. Right. AF. And I like it here. <laughs> I like it here. And she's like, okay, well, you know, um, I don't love you any less, but keep in mind, I had. She told me at one point that you know she showed me photos of when she suspected or when she knew. You know, right. my, my parents ain't crazy. Yeah, they may be a little silly, but they ain't, they know their kids. Right. And um, they're yeah. trying to play crazy though. They oh, they will try. They will. My mom said she didn't know, and it actually disappointed me. Hmm. How do you reconcile with that? I don't think I actually have because we've never really addressed it. I thought we knew each other so well that like when I okay, so with like I said, there was a situation. I usually I used to take my mother used to Cleaver um on like one international trip a year. Oh. And, um, and they were fabulous trips. Yeah. I, I hate they should delete all those pictures. I know. <laughs> but I would it would do it would be one of those situations where we would go somewhere international, I would pay for everything. Just as a treat to her to say, you know, thank you for being my mom. Um, and the fourth year that we were doing so, this was 2017, okay. right? Yeah, 2017, right? Yeah, I think it was 2017. Um, 
we were going to Paris, and um, I booked this two beautiful hotels. We were there for seven, six, seven days. That's a long time. Yeah, we were there for seven days. We went to London. Um, it was just beautiful, beautiful, uh, beautiful trip. Um, and my parents were getting back together at the time. My parents got divorced when I was like seven or eight, right when we moved to America. And then they were getting back together around this time because this is when my brother was getting married. So because of my brother, you know, my mom being so involved in my brother's wedding and having to be in Florida all the time as opposed to Atlanta, her and my father kind of rekindled their relationship. They have their own situations. You know, two cancers should probably not. They're both cancers. <laughs> They're both cancers. Um, so, <laughs> hey, Chloe and Hallie. Um, Y'all yeah, came through on our ass. We got ready, right? Um, they're they're both cancers, so they're both very emotional. Um, so my father started tripping. He was asking me. I think he felt like my mother was manipulating me into doing these things for her. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I think he was felt a little jealous. You think? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's and that's also one of the things that I love about getting older because you realize you recognize those kind of things from your parents. They're they're real emotions. I actually had it's funny you mentioned that I had a discussion with my mom about my father's jealousy of how doting we are on our mother as opposed to our father. Not because we don't love our father, but because our father was never one of those people that showed that he needed that. Yes, yeah. you know yes. you have to tell people how you want them mm -hmm. to treat you mm -hmm. and we would try to do stuff like that for our father and he would always insist that it wasn't necessary so after years of that we were like well then this shit ain't necessary yeah. <laughs> because my father's one of those people who he's done well enough for himself to where he buys himself whatever he wants mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i think that was like the first showcase of that jealousy that he really had an issue and he kept making a big deal about it and he was insisting that like i said you know like my mother was manipulating me or you know and i don't play by my mama I don't play about my parents in general, but I really don't play about my mom. Like, you can do a lot and say a lot about me, but the minute you start stepping into parental territory, we'll fight. <laughs> like, I don't care if you are family or not. Like, I've cussed out my aunts over my father, and I never cuss out my... Like, I'm not one of those people. I'm Jamaican to the core, whereas my aunts used to beat me when I was little. So, like, their respect level is super high, but when it came to... My father and you try my father. You can get the you can get the words. Period. You can get them. Yeah. So and I'm the same way about my, my mom and I'm the same way about my dad. So when he started going off and doing his most about why it wasn't I, you know, she's you should be bringing somebody with you by somebody he means a woman. Oh yeah. You should be bringing a girl with you on these trips and you always taking these trips and you're working hard and you're da 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 da. And I got so frustrated with it all yeah. that I was like, she's not making me take her anywhere. And I said, regardless of her. If if you if I was taking her or not, I wouldn't be taking a woman. Yeah. And he was like, "What do you mean by that?" And I said, "I wouldn't be taking a woman because I am gay." Gag. Gag. How about that? Right. Yeah. And my father actually handled it better than my mother did because I hung up with my my father hung up on me actually, so I immediately called my mother because in my mind, what I knew my father was about to do or what I vi envisioned my father doing was going to my mom and blaming her for my be me being gay because i was the majority raised by my mother once my parents got divorced my father was always in my life very active in my life my father was the kind of dad that took us on trips we did we did everything together like i have a phenomenal relationship with my father but he was far more present than my my mom was far more present than he was, obviously, because he lived in a whole other state. So I called her now to protect her 
from it because like i said i just i envisioned him getting raging mad and calling my mother and you know going off on her because she made his son gay kind of situation yeah so i called her and i'm crying and i'm like mom and i'm like i told dad that i was gay and, he, and she was like what, what? <laughs> and i was like he kept going on and on about the, the trip and you know, i didn't bring a girl and i was like i just told him i was like i'm gay and my mother was like you're gay and I was like, "Oh, bitch! I know you lying. <laughs> like, I know you're not. I know you. I know you're not about to do this right yeah. now, bitch. You have the audacity to not know." And she was like, "I had no clue." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Do you feel like she was lying?" I. You know what's so funny? I wanted to to feel like she was lying, but her consistency and how she was saying it because it wasn't like a one time. And and we've had discussions. We've my mother and I had two discussion two discussions um, about my sexual orientation prior to then. Um, the first was when I was like really young. I remember my brother caught me twerking. I was, <laughs> I, like I said, I lived in a predominantly white neighborhood and I was going, you know, my, my friends and I used to go to the skating ring all the time. And what I wasn't about to do is go to the skating ring with a bunch of bitches that didn't know how to dance. Period. So me and my, I had a homegirl named Dion. She was Jamaican. <laughs> and a homegirl named Ole that was uh, Haitian. So we were like, we about to teach these white girls how to dance because you can't be in a crew if you don't know what the fuck, you know what I mean? And this is Florida too. So like, you got to come correct. And I remember I was, me, it was me, Ole and Dion. Out in the street, like literally showing these white girls how to twerk. And my brother pulled up in his black Altima. I would never forget it. And he almost crashed his car <laughs> because he was so livid. He was like, What the fuck are you doing? Like, get stuff. What the fuck? You in the fucking road. Get, go home. Go. And he was so livid. So we had a discussion once then, but I also had the nickname Weiner growing up. Like, they used to call wine me Weiner, you know, Wine Your Waist. Yeah. My aunts used to call me Weiner because that's what I would do when I would dance. And they thought it was so cute. When, it was, when I was five, it was cute. Now that I'm about 11, <laughs> it's not cute anymore. Yeah. Um, and then we had another discussion when I was like 15 about it because my cousin was, you know, getting bitches and they were, he was like two years older than me. And, you know, parents think it's so sh- cute to share doting stories about how their son has four girlfriends and, you know, he's in 10th. It's real cute until he's a junior with a baby. I think it's trash. It's so bad. It's so toxic because when it comes to the women, because I had a little, my, my cousin, Maisha, she's like two years older than me, same age as my other cousin. And like, they would always be shielding her from men. You don't need no boyfriend yet. You need to wait until you're in college. Did it all this stuff. But my other my cousin that was a boy, like with them, it was oh you know my tree girls are called oh son. And I, and they thought and I know I remember when they were having a conversation. My mother was looking at me like, why is I could tell in her head she was like, and why isn't this happening with you? Yeah, you know. So we had a conversation after that about it. So when I came out to her, I was expecting her to much be like, I knew. Right. Like, because mind you, I, I dress, I dressed my mother. Anytime she was going anywhere, it was always, okay, so should I wear this? Or should I, no, no, you need to wear this. You need to do that. Same thing with my mom. Like, Same thing know, with my mom. Like she we would had... be getting ready and I would be in her room watching her get ready, mm-hmm. watching her put her makeup on, watching her spray her perfume and tell her what shoes to put on, bitch. Right. And she did, she did the same gay, like, act like she did not know I was gay. Right. Girl, you, Girl. you knew. Right, yeah. That um, was that was the most betrayed I ever felt yeah. by my mom. Because it was like, damn, you really don't see me. And yes. it was like, I've either hidden it. Either I'm fucking Meryl Streep in this bitch, and the performance is just that good. Maybe. Here's the thing. <laughs> I know I wasn't. <laughs> Listen. I know I wasn't that good. Like, well, <laughs> your performance gave Vivica A. Fox. It gave, it gave, it gave, <laughs> bitch, it gave Vivica A. Fox and motherfucking deliver us from evil. Oh, 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 uh, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, two can play that game. Two can play that game. Um, 
you know, I I just remember like just really being in my mom's business. Yeah. You know, like all in her face. So to your point, I I, th- I definitely was uh, slightly offended too when she was like, I didn't know. Yeah. So I think it's beautiful, Chancy, that your mom was like, I knew. I knew. Yeah. But but interesting enough, my cousins, her immediate family, they mm-hmm. knew. Yeah. Which which is why I was like, girl. Same, same. Everybody else knew, but you ain't know. Friend, we see each other because you remember when Fenty flew me to New York. Yes, my aunt literally, Chancy, stalked me because she was like, she, she first she, I don't think she was suspecting of anything. Well, she just knows you in general. But then when she came to the hotel and she, I was with uh, one of my friends and she was like. And he's a bit more feminine than I. He wore makeup and stuff. But he was also, like, toned down. He wasn't wearing, like, a red lip. But he just, you know, a light beat. A light beat. A light beat. A very natural. Right. Boy beat. Right. A boy. Right. A natural, you know, a clean beat. And is that makeup beat? Yes. Uh, Is that just your skin? You have on makeup? Right. One of those. One of those kind of situations. Maybe it's Maybelline. (laughs) Maybe it's Maybelline. Right. And then she, she stalked us. Like, she was literally popping up for the first, that first night. I thought she was home, and she would pop up around the corner, and I would be like, "What was she saying man, when she popped up on you?" It was she was it was very like, "Why aren't you wearing a coat? Or why is your coat in your hands?" <laughs> like, I'm it, it was very that, but it was it was I knew what you were looking for, yeah. and then also my favorite cousin, um, her she would tell me she was like, you know, my mom asked, you know, do you think he's gay because of that? And then she was she was always like, my cousin knew because I came out to her when I when we were like sixteen or seventeen. Yeah. And she was like, what should I say? And at first I was like, don't say anything. It's not their business. And then I got to the point where I was like, girl. Tell them, tell them whatever you're going to tell them, girl. Right. Tell them a lie. Tell them the truth. <laughs> tell <laughs> right. them get the fuck out of my face. Right. And then she got to the point where she was like, well, ask him. Yeah, that part. That part. Yeah. yeah. How about you go to the source for, for, all, Listen, for all that you need? That's what I do. Direct. The Lord. I recommend other people. Please be direct, y'all. Um, so we are obviously in the middle of a global pandemic. We're in the middle. Well, for Black folks, we're always in the middle of social, <laughs> for for uh, social unrest because I mean, Black folk, we, we don't ever have it easy. We're can't always, get no peace. We're always we can't get no peace. We're always yeah. trying to overcome something. But I feel <laughs> like you know that has been amplified times a million these days, considering you know how um, how big the Black Lives Matter movement has become. You know, with um, rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. Rest in peace. Um, to George Floyd, all these horrific deaths that we've seen and experienced in the black community that, that, that have happened. Chancy, how are you feeling with everything that's been going on? Um, and, and just where are you mentally, emotionally, physically right now, considering the circumstances? I'm upset. Um, I'm upset that people don't just see other people as people. I'm upset that other people instead see color and they're full of all of this this racial bias and just all this foolishness. Yeah. I'm upset that people can't just be kind to one mm. another regardless of what somebody I feel so cliche saying this honestly because I feel like it's all been said. Everything I'm saying right now because Like it shouldn't have to be said. It's, it's ridiculous at this point. You right. bleed blood the same way I bleed it if we're cut that should be enough right that should be plenty but it's not unfortunately here in 2020 um i don't know when it i don't know when it's in it and it's generational people have to you have to teach hatred yes you You have to teach it yeah we don't like that because ill 
And now the little baby girl, baby boy, right, or child will just say, "Oh yeah, I don't like that because ill." Right. You have to teach negativity. That's a, that's a fact. But being kind is something that it, it just it just you know it when you feel it. It's mm-hmm. it's all about. It's innate for most people. Yeah. You know, so I um, <clears throat> you know um, I have not protested in the year 2020. I have paid close attention to everything that's going on with the protesting that in some cities may have turned into rioting because mm-hmm. people are upset. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am doing something. I have done something. Yeah. Excuse me. <clears throat> I went out and voted. Amen. Um, Amen. I and, did I, and I felt I felt nice about it. Yeah. Um, because I don't know what else, to, what else am I going to do? Yeah. I'm going to go out here with you guys and, and get, rubber bullet shot at me no you, you know what's so funny i i saw a quote on twitter i don't remember who said this but they were like living in my queer truth is an everyday protest it is against society so i don't have to protest it is living my everyday queer truth is an active protest against society i can see that i mean society's I, telling you don't listen that way. when i tell you that shit sat me down mm-hmm. Because I was one of those people that was like, bitch, we need to be out there protesting, you know. And I, when people would say they didn't want to, I would be like, you can't be afraid because that's how we change things. You got to go out there. Because one thing about me, <laughs> like, when I'm about something, I'm about it. And I was so riled up that I was like, bitch, everyone needs to be outside right now. Like, everybody <laughs> needs to be protesting. And then when I saw that quote, I said, you know what? That is some real shit. Yeah. Especially people of color. Our everyday existence is a protest in society. Yeah. When we don't choose to conform, when we don't choose to, to, to lay dormant, when we don't choose to accept mistreatment, all of that is an active protest simply by existing in our truth. Child, listen to me. Being gay and black... I feel like I have to fight the white people and the black people. Because we do. I got to fight. Do. It's every, not a. I, it's, it's just a fight everywhere I turn. Everywhere it's not a feeling. It's a reality. Yeah. Because you don't like me because of the color of my skin. And, and BTW, it's a French Bernays, baby. Look at the material. <laughs> <laughs> look, at the, look at the material. Firstly. And then secondly, you don't like me because what? How explicit do you guys get on this show? We get, Very. We, we get down and dirty. You don't like me. We the same person, basically. Mm-hmm. But you don't like me because I want to fondle some balls. Right. Let me do my thing. Right. What? I, you and I aren't being intimate. Right. They're not your balls. They're someone else's. Right. They're his. And right. he likes what I do for... Anyways. Right. <laughs> so I feel like I've, I, I'm throwing punches in the air, rightfully so, because that's where, that's where it is. It's all around me. Right. So, so when I said, no, I hadn't been out there protesting to... You know, and stuff like that. I, I can only do what I can do. I can only do what my ancestors could not do. There you go. Amen. Again, living in your truth and your existence as a queer black person is Plus, I got to be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, listen, I, I, I completely feel that because, to your point, we all know about uh, these different intersections that we see the world through, how, mm-hmm. how we experience life. It, it is so nuanced especially for queer people and then we add the blackness on there so i i I feel that completely um last no uh so two weeks ago vaughn was over and we like had some kitchen talk for Mm -hmm. a good 
90 40, minutes. 40, 40 to 60 felt, minutes. I felt like we was... Actually, no. It was probably like an hour. I felt like we was talking for an hour, y'all. We were talking for like and an we hour. we were just laughing and kicking about so much. And we were just talking about, you know, just that kitchen table, taboo talk. And um, we were talking about just our experiences dating. And right. it, it, it's so varied from man to man, woman to woman, person to person, mm-hmm. wherever you fit in. Um, Shancy, what's been your experience dating? Are you dating right now... Um, are you single? What's your gaga? So I'm, <laughs> I'm currently single. Um, single. Ooh, that's how I want to <laughs> be. But my experience with it has been interesting, to say the least. Dating um, is ghetto. It's so. It's AF. something like I don't know if it's. Pardon. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I feel like I go out here in the world and I see what I like and I feel like most times I see something that I like that likes me mm-hmm. but I'm a scary little <laughs> I'm a scary little something yeah. and I am hesitant I think I, I, don't, I don't think I'm a fan of rejection and I understand that Ooh. rejection happens Amen. it comes Amen. for everyone yeah it's a part of life yeah but I think I'd rather like er, swerve right. on it instead of Walking through it? Let me tell you, friend, walk through it. Walk through it? Walk through it. Let me tell you, one of the things I've learned as I've gotten older is you're going to say yes, you're going to say no. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not a fan of rejection. That's probably why I didn't start dating until I was 25. Because I just, since I was not a fan of rejection, Mm -hmm. I completely excluded myself from even being an option. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's why I've been for a long while. And now... The reason the person I'm talking to now, yeah, we wouldn't be talking if I didn't go out there and try. Go out there and try, and I thought, you know, this person's not gonna even want to talk to me. Yeah, like this nigga is so cute. Look yeah. at this nigga. He's not gonna want to talk to me. And baby, mm-hmm. we do more than talk. Yeah. Oh, hey, are you still Hello? there? <laughs> is this mic on? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? Right. So walk through it. It, it. It's it's not definitely. There's curves that come with it. Yeah. You know. People do play in your face from time to time. Some people will try to make you not feel, you know, like you are worthy of their time. And their and you know what? That is their prerogative. Because let me tell you something. There have been some people who have tried to walk through rejection with me, and the door was closed. Yeah. I don't know. I um, Like, for example, if I, if I were to go to the club, let's say, let's say Compound on a first Friday. Yes. <laughs> and if you guys... Uh, are here in Atlanta on a first Friday for Compound. It's a, it's a male-dominated set, like the club setting. It's very heavily. Anyways, it's a good. T- the, the club makes you feel like the baddest version of yourself. It's so pretty. <laughs> so get 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 dressed and come to impress if you ever do decide to go to Compound on a first Friday. Free yeah. promo. But um, if I were there, I just feel like everyone is. They look so good, and I just feel like you too. You too cute. Like I feel like if I were to talk to you, you gonna cheat on me, right. and you gonna leave me, right? And they, I'm gonna all be, these niggas cheat. You gonna cheat on me? Well, that's <laughs> that's a part. That's a part of I think unfortunately dating, especially nowadays. Mm-hmm. And I think that the I always say the most unfortunate thing about being gay is the fact that men are socialized across the board yeah. to lie. That is for what they want. For what they want. Yeah. When it comes to dating, men are socialized to say whatever they need to say. Yeah. 
however they need to say it yep. to get what they want from who they want it from. Whether any of that is real, whether any of that is true, whether any of that um, exists outside of the, the moment they're feeling you is not a factor. But when they want to conquer something, when they want to take something down, and whenever they want to get something from someone, yeah. they will say whatever they need to say to get whatever they need to get from whoever that person is. And being gay, you have two people that are essentially, now not always, because some of us do grow up and realize that that's not how you should date, yeah. or that's not how you should, you know, act in our, in our world. But then you have a lot of men that, have not stepped outside of how they're socialized. They have not sat down and done the internal work mm. to say, you know what? Let me not play games. And that's so important, that internal work. Yeah. So, so important. being gay, you have a lot of men that are just telling each other what they want to hear. And then when they f- realize they're on different planes, like, bitch, I thought you said we was going to London. No, I said we are going to Paris. Mm. Bitch, you said London. No, I said Paris. No, bitch, you said London. So why are you over in Paris? And that's when I slap you across your face. Right, you and then that's why, again, that's why the gays be fighting. <laughs> Is that why they fight? That's why the gays be fighting. Well, that, no, well no, I feel like I could understand a fight for that reason. I don't think <laughs> right. there's a reason behind the fights that I've currently or recently seen. <laughs> J.D. Blackstone, bitch. <laughs> Listen. I don't know. Bless mama's heart. She got worn like... <laughs> She got worn like shoes I don't <laughs> on know. a Sunday afternoon, baby. She got actually to, to to be to 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 be fair. To be fair, she, she won I the did first not. One. I did not think that because I've seen his face around town, right? Um, but Who? I did not think that JD Blackstone. Oh, he's very handsome. Yeah, he is handsome. Yeah, he um he was a little thicker back in the day when I first yeah. laid eyes on him. He, oh, he, he lost weight. Yeah, yeah he, she, he, he slimmed down a little some. bit. Oh, he just yeah. smashed back. Uh huh. Look good. Because my mom was a thicker. Listen, I'm trying to JD. I'm trying to get there. Slim down some, look good. But um, I didn't honestly just looking at him in in his disposition. He he seems very sweet, very yeah, very reserved ish. So I didn't even think that he had the hands that he had. So um, kudos to him. I don't right. know what the situation was about, but yeah, that's that. Yeah, and I also want to say, gays fight everywhere. Stop the whole they Atlanta. Please. They do, and I, you know what, you know, you want to know something? Fuck gays, people <laughs> fight. You know people something? fight. Thank you. People, people do fight. fight. And y'all White and people, so rich people, people poor mm-hmm. people, black people. All the people. Stop putting Atlanta's name in your mouths trying to diminish it and like make it seem like something that's not. Baby, Atlanta is sickening. Hence the reason why everybody, guys and girls alike, flock here to sleep True. on someone's couch. Hello? Because you need to be Hello? In, the, in the city. Wake it up. But see, hey, 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 hey. When you sitting with a bunch of peaches and this where we from, we don't see it the way you see it. That's it. Just calm down. Like, we don't, we don't, <laughs> we don't appreciate all that. Baby... I wish I could drop a clues block, a bomb clues right bomb there, right there, boom. <laughs> when you when you sitting with peaches, we don't see it the way we you don't see, see it. it the way you, and, and that's the truth because people will. I feel like listen, the whole conversation has turned, but it's fine. It has turned. Um, we're we, we gonna we're gonna wrap it up right here, but people really will, you know, talk so much shit about Atlanta and you know have all these wretched opinions, and it's like second, third hand information, mm-hmm. bitch. You don't know nothing about nothing. Nothing. And like Beyonce said, you know you that bitch when you cause all this conversation. Because ain't nobody talking about what the gays doing in Indianapolis. Nobody's talking about what they talking about the gays. They always talking about. And I'm sure they're fighting over there too. They they are, and they fighting. Down. Okay, Chancey, really quickly, rapid, rapid fire. All right. So, short hair or long hair? Short. Yeah. Short. Okay. Short. Girth or length? Length. 
Ooh, she will hit that spot. She don't want you to. She don't want you to open it up. Yeah, she <laughs> wants you to hit that feel spot. it. <laughs> okay. Hello, I used to want to be a train conductor. Hey, bitch. Bitch. I think I can. I think I can. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, if you could trade lives with trade lives with anyone in the world for one day, who would it be? Why not just let it be Beyonce? I mean, I've, I've primed already. I have younger siblings. I've changed diapers. <laughs> I know how to tend to kids. Okay. The only thing I might stumble on a little bit is the is the relationship. Um, <laughs> you don't. You ain't the trying, marriage. You ain't trying to I see may, I may be a little a little clumsy, <laughs> but I can definitely spend this money. And listen, <laughs> hey, I can spend a bag. So, right. You know, I can definitely let them know. Switch I'll see you tomorrow. I see you. Yeah. So I probably switch with B for a day and just okay. and just put her diamonds on. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, take that's them real. And take them Listen, off. Listen, that is real. I always say I would do I would do the same. Well, first I would wire transfer my real self some money. Listen, that was I was gonna say I'm gonna go okay. ahead and write write a check, write a check. and put it in the mail to myself. <laughs> Listen to myself. Uh-huh. Right. No. I might even give myself a job at Parkwood, but that's all another story. Awful has been sick. <laughs> right. Um, favorite store. Um, I don't have. I'll say Urban Outfitters. Oh, mm. that's that's a good one. And Dream Car. Dream car. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Ooh, I don't... You know what? I think I'm already in it. Hey! I, I, mean, <laughs> I think Yo, I'm already Chase in got it. got a nice car. Yes. Yeah, I wanted to... Ride it real clean. I wanted yes. something nice, and I I, I, man, I honestly manifest... Listen, I rented <laughs> from Enterprise. Mm-hmm. I rented a, the dream car that I wanted, and a few months later... You went and bought it. I went and bought it. Period. Because... That bitch, that's a bad bitch. But you know what? I give it. I give it to... The Almighty One. This is not. It's not the kid alone, child. Right. I had help wow. from him. Amen. Wow. Amen. Any last thoughts? Any last moments you want to share with the kids? You know. Just y'all be well. Remember to moisturize and drink your drink your water. Mm. Um, minding your business is really not that difficult. Just Ooh, don't say anything about it do. if it doesn't pertain to you. Look the other way. So long as no one's being, you know, don't walk away from someone being harassed or bullied. Don't be ignorant. But, you know, if it's if it's just nonsense and fuckery, walk away from that. Mm-hmm. That's 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 tired and played out like. Um, but um, I think that's all I I got. And thank you guys so much for having me on. Yeah, today. You, listen, we're so happy to have you. Um, this this moves right. This this gets us. Ooh, Jesus! Mm-hmm. This gets us right <laughs> into our grown and gay section. Hey. And grown and gay, you know, is about us being a little bit more adult, a little bit more after dark, uncensored mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I did a poll for those who followed me on Instagram. I was talking about what is good dick, what is grade A dick to you, what's grade A sex. <laughs> I'll tell you what so it is, this man. could be however you get down. What makes it good? And, you know, the poll I've been seeing has been two things. Either people want it to be intimate and, Mm -hmm. you know, personal, or Mm -hmm. they want it to be about the aesthetics of if it's big, the aesthetics of if they they got a nice ass, if they got a big dick, if they got a deep pussy, whatever, I don't know. But for you, Chancey, what is good sex? What's, What's grade A sex for you? It starts with the chemistry. Okay. Yes. It starts with the conversation. Mm hmm. I want you to fuck my mind. Ooh. And it doesn't have to be deep. It doesn't have to be super incepted. Right. Just have a smooth and steady conversation. We can talk about music, which is a a topic that I'm very fond of. It could be movies. I'm a pretty 
you know, decent movie buff. Um, it could be about sex. Mm. Us having conversation about sex could be the foreplay. Listen, because <laughs> listen, I, listen, I tell you know, people I all think the time. A lot of the girls forget that. I I say it all the time. The best sex is when you're getting what you actually want. When you when you're being pleased. There you go. Amen. You got to get what you want from it. Amen. A lot of people dive into sex just ready to bump bodies, and that's cute. That's cute. And like or that's a waste child. of time. Or a waste of time. I'm here to serve. <laughs> and so with that said i can't be for example not terribly long ago i linked up with a with a with a gentleman and it was on some let's see how we vibe yeah. right and Catch see what else we can get into mm-hmm. baby i met up with this man and he is on the phone he took a phone call i'm with my little baby little bit sir i Okay. <laughs> Let me hold your hand while you're driving. Sir, I need both my 10 and 2. 10 and 2. What are you doing? Like, like, I didn't like that. And he was coming on in a way that I wasn't. Like, we ain't got to be all of that right this moment. Right. Let's talk about it. Right. Let's. It, it made me uncomfortable. Yeah. So, for me, I feel like it starts off with the chemistry, um, uh, the conversation. I like to talk about it. And then, you know. How you how you handle me plays a big role for, for me personally because I don't like to be roughed up. I'm not the I'm not the rough. What Megan up. say? Handle me. Who gonna handle me? Who? I'm, no, for real. That's that's a, that's a very broad question. Like, right. who gonna handle me? Like, bitch, who the fuck gonna handle me? And right. Who gonna handle me? Like, who can there handle me? Listen. Who wants to, to handle, handle me? me? Right. Hey, are we still? It's on. It's, the, yeah, it's on. The, the red light's flashing. The red light is flashing. <laughs> it's on. So, you know, um. Up, touch me, tease me. Uh-huh. I, I want that. Right. You want that. I need that. Um, you can't just be diving in, bitch. Don't eat my ass with your teeth. Niggas do that. I don't know what the fuck they be trying to suck. You trying to suck my asshole out of me, niggas? So it's, and eat me literally. It's the chemistry for me, and then you know, don't be just thinking that you just gonna jump in here. This is not uchi coochie. Okay? <laughs> this is not that. You don't just jump in here. This is very. You just dive in. You, I, I, and I feel Trace like you know what? Relax. <clears throat> right. <laughs> and with with having the type of sex that that gay men do, rough and raw. <laughs> oh wait a minute now. <laughs> He's silly. Uh, you can't just be jumping up in there like that like you can't do that um and with the and with me i don't know something just really turns me on when it's just fully erect Mm -hmm. and everybody's all bothered and spicy in here it the heat of the moment like all of all of that and if i don't feel Feel that passion thank you malik Mm -hmm. if i don't feel that passion where are my pants (laughs) i can't where's my purse did you see why i dropped those (laughs) calvins at baby so i can go (laughs) i can't i I can't stay yeah so um that's real yeah what about you friend um grade a sex to me good sex you know what I hooked up with a guy a few weeks ago, and you know when we finished, he said it was excellent. Mm-hmm. But what made it excellent was his openness for me. Literally, yeah, see, because he was yeah, or figuratively, B- both, both, fi- literally and figuratively. He was good and gushy, ishy, wishy. Not gushy, ishy, gushy, gushy, my baby. He had that fire. 
Yes. Um, like oh, Maya. He had that splash waterfall friend. Oh, the, the mouth and the bottom. Wow. He had that. He had that fire. He had but, a full set. Yeah. He. he no. He's a not whole, a full set. He <laughs> whole, listen. Ah. He got this, the top this is a whole vibe. Up. Real talk. But um. So that's what made it really hot for me. But he just was really into it. He really yeah. like wanted, he wanted me. To, yeah. And I could tell that he wanted me. Like he was just like really just looking at me. And he's. And also, I'm not gonna lie. I like a challenge, so I don't mind climbing a mountain. Yeah. Oh, he's a big, big boy. He's like six. I'm five ten. He's six three. Damn. She bigger than me. I'm six yeah, he's three. six three. So I, I, I climbed that mountain. Come and, on, okay. Mount Everest. Mount it's Everest. Fine. And I, I enjoy a little challenge. So I was having a com. Sorry, I don't mean to cut it's you fine. off. I was having a conversation with my friend Anthony. Shout out to Anthony about this earlier because there is this like bas- ex basketball player. He wasn't like ever like popping or anything, but he did play professional basketball for like five minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sis was on <laughs> the court and then minutes. off. Right. Ooh. She was on the court and then right off. Um, and now has an OnlyFans. Oh. And he's queer. I don't know. But I know he's queer, um, and he's a big old bottom. He's six mm. eight. I six, mean, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say a bottom. I just know a lot of the, a lot of the images suggest that he's either verse or. Well, you know, it suggests that he gets his ass. Everybody likes a little dick. Listen, I feel like dick is very popular amongst the human race. They mm-hmm. just don't say it. It, it don't nobody want to admit it. But no, that one admits it because he he be too tooted up on on the. the but fans now, only. if you now if you bent over like me. I'm talking about tooted. Then I understand it's a different level of appreciation. Tooted and booted. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. but and he's six eight, so I was like, that has to be quite the experience. I've I, never now listen. That, I said I, I, I would I'll do climb it, a mountain, but I can't climb that high. That no, no, no. <laughs> I can't, I can't, You can't do Kilimanjaro. I can't do, can't do Kilimanjaro. Kilimanjaro. I'm not doing Mount Everest, man, nigga. Okay, I'm not. You I'm, trying to do Stone Mountain and that's I'm it. I'm trying to do Stone Mountain and that's it. Get me out of here, y'all. A molehill. I'm not going up to six and, 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 and six eight and seven feet. I would Damn. give. I would. I would die. You can't even fit in my well, car. Well, because you're six something. Yeah. So you you can you can ride that ride. Yeah. I can't ride that ride. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm a little five ten tenderoni, <laughs> and that's now all me, I got for you. I turned into a pocket pussy. You can fold me up like a little pretzel. <laughs> so it's no problem. It's, it's no issue. Jesse, how much you weigh? Um, prop. I straddle between like one forty five, one fifty five. That is so women. cute. I wish I, I want a little so, more. You want a, a little? I want a little. I'll give you some of mine. A little, please. We're just gonna spread it all through my cheeks and just <laughs> to everywhere. Lord and mercy. Come on, fat trans. By cheeks, I meant face, y'all. I know I've been talking a little nasty. You <laughs> mean? Um, Vaughn, what's good sex to you? Um, again, passion. I'm all about. I'm an. I, I say it as all the time. I'm an emotional hoe. Yeah. If I'm gonna be a hoe, <laughs> it's gonna be very hoe. emotionally. Um, so for me, it's all about passion. It's all about. It's funny. I'm trying to step out of the role of always trying to please. Because that's one thing about me. I'd like to get the job done for both parties, myself and whoever I'm with. Um, so I'm learning to get comfortable in being pleased. Yes. But it's definitely all about passion. Like, I love, I really enjoy seeing someone enjoy sex. Yeah. Whether that means, and I used to always think that meant that the person coming. But I've come to understand that for some, it's not always about them coming. It's the stroke. Mm-hmm. It's about them seeing other people pleased. Mm-hmm. Like them seeing me pleased is what's doing it for them. But I will say without shadow of a doubt, it has to be a connection. There ha- I have to genuinely want 
you. Yeah. And I have to genuinely feel wanted. Yeah. Feel appreciated. I don't think there's any kind of sex that's better than that. When you both understand and both really want each other. Like yeah. You've learned. You've taken time to learn each other. And you know exactly what you need to do. Exactly where things need to go. Yeah. And you know. And that's exactly why whenever he texts my phone. Other, yeah. Period. And you know, <laughs> yes, I'm something else I really enjoy about <laughs> sex, y'all. I'm a kisser. Oh, okay. so let's hear it. And I know. Oh, let's talk about it. Have a conversation. Shout out yes. to Citron on, on, on Twitter. Citron, he told me, don't be kissing these niggas. But I don't kiss all these niggas, but I right. like to kiss. And again, and, again um, that's why for me, I can't just have sex with everybody. Yeah. Because I want the whole body. I, want I don't the, just I, want the whole No. Organ. I want the whole body. I want to be kissing. A toe might go in my mouth. Ooh. You know. Yeah, my feet need to be done before that. So. Yeah. <laughs> is not the fuck coming off. I'm not, in, I'm not into toes. I'm I, not either. But in the can, moment. You can you suck know, my fingers. That's hot. That Suck my fingers for sure. That is really so hot. if you just got out the shower. Okay, I'm a Virgo, y'all. <clears throat> and. Much like me, you don't like taste and smell. I don't like that. Yeah. Same. If it don't, if you ain't just get out the shower, them fingernails got anything under. Very, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at all this stuff, and I don't even be knowing that I'm looking at this stuff until I right. know that I looked at it. Right, <laughs> like it's it's That's wild, real. it's crazy. I mean, no, like, I'm the same way. I'm not even looking it's at you like that, but chart, so I can't help but notice. What it is, but yeah, I'm the same way. And so I don't like with the with to the toes and the fingers. And I don't, okay, like I did some shit yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about it. My tongue was just going a little further, and I was like, I don't normally do this, but, um, <laughs> but I don't mind right. because because the individual that you know when I just mentioned a second ago, like you know when he come a call and I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm right. free, I'm available. Mm-hmm. I'm into him like that, right? And so That's I'm comfortable sense. with throwing my tongue a little further back mm-hmm. behind and let me see the right. if it. But he's also a very clean. He comes over here smelling like a bar fucking dove. That, that, I love but it. But that's it. I'm not one of those. I wanted sweaty gays. Oh no no no. Mm-mm. That rank dang dang no. It's it's me a want it. Me don't want it. Keep me no, it. Y'all. Me don't want it. Keep it. Y'all. Last night yes. I got I got into some things and, and the nigga told me he wanted to eat my butt. And I just used the bathroom. I said no. <laughs> that, see, that that that. I said no. Yeah. No no no. That canal's no, no. not ready, that, baby. My, my, I, listen. That will be good for you or me. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, oh. You see what I'm saying? Like, to, like to his point, I I want to be a race car driver. I want to become Jeff Gordon on that face. On that face. face. Wow. I want to ride you like a love seat. Right. But not after I just did number two. Sitting right. like a sofa. I want to sit. I want to. I want to rest that thing on your face. Yeah. But I I I I there I, I just can't be rank. You gotta always come prepared for battle. No, for real, friend. Always. And if it ain't right, I'm gonna let you know. Oh, hey. the shower is right there. Hey, please go take one. Go take one, baby. And, and I don't mean there no, no disrespect. Shame like, no, there's I'm, no I'm, shame I'm, in it. I'm gonna do it good for you once you get it right for me. Right. Say it again, friend. I'm I'm gonna do it good for you once you get it right for me. Because I can't know. do nothing with it before then. Like, and that's so you know. <laughs> be good cause baby wow mm-hmm. um, well you guys that wraps up our grown up gay and our grown and gay section for this grown week and gay. Chancy we love you we're thankful love for you love you guys uh, okay we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with our on the timeline hey y'all it's Malik aren't you tired of hearing those queens lecturing us no well I am so we want to hear from you. Have a question, comment, or some messy tea? 
write into the show for our spill it section at growingupgaypodcast at gmail.com. Now back into the show. On the timeline. Yes. All right. So (laughs) for this week's On the Timeline, if this is your first time listening to the show, our On the Timeline segment is when we discuss things that are happening on the timeline, whether that be Twitter, Facebook, or just socially, whether it's an award show, whether it's politics, whatever the case may be. Whatever we want to discuss is what we discuss. So we want to start off this week's On the Timeline with the Billboard Music Awards. Um, I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I didn't watch the Billboard Music Awards because I didn't know what was coming on. <laughs> but um, I did see a few of the performances online. Um, so we're going to discuss that. Doja Cat. Ooh. I loved it. A star. I loved star. It. She is a star. Yeah. Listen, she might be showing feet in racial chat rooms, but that young lady <laughs> is a star. <laughs> I don't really know what the whole cancel Doja Cat thing was about. I know that she's... Uh, so f- firstly, mm-hmm. I've been following Doja Cat's career since she was very, mm, how do you say, alternative. Same. Um, roll with. I was roll with us, Doja Cat. Yeah. Back yeah, there. Back way then. back there. Very, very no Doja police. Yeah. All of that. She ain't really got no face. You can't really right. make it out. That's who SoundCloud. Um, so then when I hear, oh, Doja Cat, Doja Cat, I'm like, yeah, y'all are kind of late, but whatever. <laughs> right. And then they like, oh, Doja Cat canceled. I'm like, why? Uh, she was in a chat room or something like that. And, you know, fill me in where I maybe messed Essentially, up Essentially, she, and this was never confirmed. I will give her that, but benefit of that doubt. But she was doing a lot of suggestive things and questionably suggestive things in chat rooms with white men and uh, we all know she has a thing for white men that's her preference that's perfectly is that is that is that yes yes her her ex was uh, and you know i think the only thing i find interesting about that is doja is so pretty yeah she's and she likes the most mediocre looking yeah the the most um bottom of the barrel looking white men damn yeah it's kind of like how black men would love date, dating handsome white women. Yeah. She she went... Because usually black women, and I'll give black women this, usually when black women date a white man, you're kind of like, I see it. Yeah. I, I get it. They ain't got money. He's, you know, good looking. I, I get it. Usually, right? But not Doja. But with black men dating white women, it's usually like, <clears throat> really? Excuse me. Her? You couldn't find... Her sister ain't cuter? Like, you couldn't find nobody else? So with Doja, she was in that same situation. And then she also released a, a song called Didn't Do Nothing, which is, um, it came out right after the Sandra Bland situation happened. And it was essentially, people took it as her mocking black people because that's what white incels is what they call them. White people in these chat rooms used to mockingly say about black people after they got murdered, that they didn't do nothing, right? That's what they always say. Because, you know, black people, I didn't do, they didn't do anything. I didn't do nothing, right? Mm-hmm. So she released a song with that title and people were offended by that. So when you paired that with the the white man and the racial chat rooms, her being all type, it was, it was a little strange. I'm not going to lie, but Doja is a strange girl. She is a strange girl. She's a strange girl. She did fucking move. Right. <laughs> right. I'm a cow. Right. Bitch, so I'm a cow. in the grand scheme of things, it makes sense. It's very on brand for her. But since people didn't know her like that, especially yeah. at that point, she was just popping. She had say yeah. so. They didn't realize that that's what they were buying into. So a I, lot of people were like, whoa. Yeah. I, I've known that she was a little little quirky chick. And right. so it didn't, I didn't, I didn't look into the issue because you were like, I like, I, I like Doja. Yeah. Um, she's very talented. She's, oh my gosh. She, she's, um, she's And that performance artist. showed that. And she danced. I know that she's like into gaming as yeah. is like Megan Thee Stallion's into like anime, just, just right. a 
compare a little bit. Megan right. Thee Stallion's into anime and game systems. Like she right. she games. Right. I when I first heard the Doja Cat story, I thought that she was inside of a chat room, like a game room, and mm. they were just like, because I've been in, I've been online before too. Right. I thought she was online, and shit get heated. Right. You Call of Duty, you motherfucking GTA, da 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 right. da da. All of a sudden, you're it get hot, and y'all be trying yeah. to win. And it, <laughs> right. It All get, of a sudden, like, whoa. Yeah, right. it get heavy. So you know, somebody can be an N word or a B word mm, quickly, quick. yeah, or a little effer, mm-hmm. and it. Yeah, so I, I understood that, and I so she's not canceled for me. Yeah, no, she's not at all. And her performance, I think, really solidified that she's next. Oh my god, so good! Oh yeah, and she's not going anywhere. She's not. So Mama good. is a star. She's a star. Like she danced, choreography was clean. Hit it. Like, and Every I mark. think I think the thing that I do enjoy most about her, outside of her, she's clearly been trained for this. Yeah. Um, outside of that. She doesn't take herself too seriously, and I love you can celebrities tell that. because she got on Twitter afterwards and was like, mocked herself because she was lip singing. Yeah, she did, mock and herself. she mocked herself. You know, and with the caption, "This was me lip singing at the Billboard," and like it was an awful lip sync, and I, I, I appreciated that because although we get it, that's done for the illusion of perfection. She was like, "Girl, y'all know what it is," and I still killed it. Now what? Yeah, and the mic was off. Yeah. Yeah. She made it look very good. She made right. it look so good. Very good. She, Mama was dancing. I yeah. think that's the part that I appreciate. She it was the hair, most. the outfit, the set. It was the, the commitment. Th- the that's commitment. what it was. Artists don't commit these they days. Don't. These new acts, they just come on stage and do something. And just Mama walk committed. around with, right. with 2050 Lemon chains on. Right. Mama committed. It. And she gave us the whole theme, you know? Yeah, committed. And I, and I, and I, I just really appreciated she, that. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Um, go ahead. She aired it. Brandy performed. Mm-hmm. She gave she us a did. medley. She gave us a, a, a borderline. She gave us a, um, a a song with her. her Ty Dolla Sign. Ty Dolla Sign. And then she gave us a Almost Doesn't Count. Mm-hmm. Almost. Almost. You know, that's the, she had to drop that one. Yeah. Um, I, I thought Brandy was cute. Yeah. Cute. Um, You know. I thought she was cute. Um, Brandy is Brandy. Um, I'm gonna leave it there. Yeah. Okay. Let's leave it there. Yeah. Brandy did her thing. Yeah. Uh, Kelly Clarkson performed a melody with, um, with Pentatonix and Sheila E. That was cute. Mm-hmm. In Vogue performed. They aired it. Nice. They aired it as always. In Vogue came to perform. Let me tell you. Yeah. They said we're gonna show you new bitches Holes, that we, the girls from the '80s can still do it. Uh-huh. And all the girls can still can sing. Still, yeah. still can sing. They still sing. can dance. They they definitely are the epitome of a girl group. Yeah. Uh-huh. And though um, we saw BTS, um, Post Malone was the top winner of the night. I think he won nine awards, sixteen Not nominations. Lil Lil Nas X won three. So shout out to him. Shout out to him. Sh- shout, shout out to Lil Nas. So yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was the the Billboard, Billboard Music Award. On to some better news. Tiffany Pollard, Ooh. Mm-hmm. New York, New York. She's back. Yeah. Um, I love New York is coming back Woo-woo. with the one and only Tiffany Pollard, the queen of memes. Hey. You know, um, it'll be hosted by Vivica A. Fox. Mm-hmm. And are you guys excited about that? How do y'all feel about that? I am I would excited like to see. about it. Yeah. Like Monique, I would like to. I would like, I would to, like see. to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, New York is one of those girls who's proven to us that. She only gets better with time. Yeah, she, um, you know, and, and and she continues to come back year after year, season after season. Like she, I appreciate her resurgence. She has rocking bigger, bigger titties and bigger asses. Mm-hmm. There you go. And I love her show, Brush with Titties. Brush with, now that's you that's, know what's funny. I think it's so good. I'm kind of. I wish it it, it, it had more light and more shine. I sure. wish more people paid attention to it because it's genuinely good. Can mm-hmm. I be honest? Yeah, I'm a little afraid for I Love New York coming back. Yeah. Well, I think it's just. 
a one a one a one off. Mm-hmm. It's just the one off. It, 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 it airs on the twenty third, and it's, and they're gonna they're gonna bring back all the guys and mm-hmm. talk to them and see where they are. And then I think they're gonna have like some special guests like you oh, okay. know, come in and meet. I thought so it was a whole new season. No, it's not. It's not a whole new season. Okay, it's a reunion. I was gonna it's, say it's not I don't a whole want new it season. to be forced. It's just gonna be a reunion. Okay. It, they're bringing back the guys from season one and season two, and they're just going to talk to him and catch up. So it's yeah. going to be really... It's I wonder if they're going to have Jennifer Hudson's husband. Oh, David Otunga. Or ex-husband, because they, they're going to get divorced. Just ex-fiance. Ex-fiance. They never yes, got married. they never got married. They never got... Yeah. I doubt it. I doubt she David. She was uh, fucking on that gospel singer. We'll go Ooh. You ain't know that she's fucking the, on the gospel. Who's fucking gospel? That's the gag. Listen. Jennifer, she... She used that mouth for more Jennifer than the Lord. Hudson. Okay. Hudson, she did... Okay. Dream Girls, she, she, she and I am telling you, she was cheating on David Otunga fine ass. Yeah. Lord of mercy. Good for what, Jennifer. Wasn't it Molly music? I think it was a Molly music she was cheating on him with. I don't know. It was one arm child. Oh Molly, I know that. I know yeah. that he did that song with Jasmine. Mm-hmm. That's why I know his name. Yes, because Jasmine is a. Can we just? I know she's not on the bill today, but Jasmine Sullivan. <laughs> Jasmine <laughs> Sullivan. Did y'all see her Savage by Fenty? Listen, I, I want to talk about said, Jasmine Sullivan. Ambassador. Listen, that one, they was coming for her because she posted a picture, and I didn't really care for the picture either. She looked like she was working out or something like that. Mm-hmm. She had like a dress of sorts, and her hair was bigger and just fairly messy. Mm-hmm. They were razzing on her, talking about some. Oh, she looked like she, she top heavy. Skinny. We talked about that on the show. And she she has she has a she's busty. First yeah. of all, she, yeah. Jasmine has always been busty, mm-hmm. um, and she's slimmed down some the way has. Adele has, but yeah. she's still very busty. I right. thought that the picture that was posted. It wasn't. Well, that's the thing. I don't think she was posting it to be like, eh, huh? No, she wasn't. She wasn't showing off. She was just, she right. was, it was she just was a picture just, that she posted. It, right. But then she turned around and posted this, um, savage. this savage. Right. She and said, oh, like, you bitches right. had something to say. No, dead ass. And I'm, yeah. I, and that's when I knew that everybody should shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody that had anything negative to say about Jasmine Sullivan at that moment for that, for that. Mm-hmm. Hush now. Yes. Because she's good and she looks amazing. She does. Always has. She does. Speaking of looking amazing. Beyonce dropped new Ivy Park promo. Oh, wow. yeah, she did. My queen is back, y'all, yeah, with, so. with the whole new Ivy Park drip number two. Mm-hmm. The campaign looks phenomenal. One thing about Beyonce, great. y'all, she's going to sell y'all a visual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's going to sell y'all a visual, and she and, and the visual is going to be thought out, and, that, and, that's, and that's all she's going to give you. Yeah. <laughs> because at this point, Beyonce is not at the point of career where she's trying to promote, 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 be all right. in your face. She has her fans. She has her name. She's going to put mm-hmm. it out. Whoever's into us was into it. Right. And I respect it about her at this point because you only can do that after you've paid your dues. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Beyonce's not that overexposed queen she once was 15 years right. ago. No. Um, five. She has children. I say 15. It was five. Well, I, well, I'm just. When I say 15, you know, I'm, I'm talking crazy in love. I'm talking. Oh, that, that wasn't over. That was the beginning. Well, Beyonce was all in our face. That, that was it. That was well, she's been in our face since 95. Like, listen, like, running. Hey, <laughs> no running, going off. So, yeah, I, I, love, the, I love the colors. I love yeah. the cuts. I'm really excited cut, to see the, the color. cut, the color. <laughs> I'm excited to see like what actually is available to purchase because you know these holes will. They get, it's gonna sell will out. Will like they'll mm. you know shoot a campaign and they only have ten pieces available. Right. By. Listen, right. I. Saw- <laughs> So I wonder what's really available. I, I appreciated I the um, the males that I saw in the. Um, Were there men this time? I saw yeah, men. Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah, because yeah. she knew better. <laughs> well, she had men in the last campaign. She had men yeah. in the last campaign, but I don't. I don't think there were that many pieces available for men, though. For for like design, this is a guy's mm-hmm. yeah. short set. Mm-hmm. It was more this so unisex. A, yeah, well, oh, the whole collection is unisex. Oh well, that well then that makes it better than yeah, uh, actually. Yeah, they're, 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 give me a little sickening little body suit. Give me hey, a little. Hey, and Elias, I want that. Elias, the the baby bluish one. Yeah, with the she she had a belt with the the waist purse. 
Uh, yeah, I love the collection. I just hope people actually wear it because I saw somebody say that on Twitter. I would love to wear some. Like, she's gonna send me a box. <laughs> <laughs> I saw somebody say on Twitter they were like, "Y'all hoes buy up all the all the Ivy Park just to sit in the house with it." Right. Like, where did you know? Twenty twenty. You got a point. You can wear that shit you nowhere. Can wear nowhere. But that's okay because she got new colors. Right. I'm into Speaking it. of Beyonce, how did you guys feel about the back quote unquote backlash that she received for the? And or not she, I should say, Miss Tina and her Miss Tina, Tina oh, and yeah. her um, publicist received mm-hmm. for as you guys know the NSARS that's going on in Nigeria. If you're not aware right now, please Google find out what that is. It's uh, essentially a police system for uh, that that was created, quote unquote, to protect. And much like the police in America, they're not protecting. They're doing. It's actually really disgusting. It actually is. The most vi- one of the most vile displays of discare for human life that I have seen in a in a very long time. Uh-huh. Like the last time I saw something like that that moved me to be as upset by that because they're just killing people. Yeah, randomly. Randomly, people with iPhones that they because you know quote unquote scammers, and it's like no, or they're just people with jobs that like worked hard and bought their own stuff, and you don't have to abuse them. Some I, they're they're doing all th- matters of things to people. So wait, if you look like you have money, you die. Essentially, because the, the the I forgive me for not remembering what the acronym stands for, but it's essentially a system that was created to police the community, uh, to protect people from like scammers and people that were doing things that were you know not good for the Nigerian community, like people that looked like they could be partaking in 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 improper activity, illegal activity. Um, and with that comes a lot of stereotyping, and with that comes a lot of misuse of power and a lot of throwing around of power. So you had people that were literally getting. The houses were, were getting raided in the middle of the night and were getting taken out of their house with no explanation and were never seen again. Some of them got killed. Some people made it back home, but they were abused and held for days. Like, all manners of things have been happening. And much like us with Black Lives Matter, the Nigerian community decided they've had enough. Mm-hmm. And they were starting to... And there's been a lot of protests all over Africa. Like, people are waking the fuck up. Yeah. Like, unfortunately, the mistreatment of black people doesn't stop at the hands of white people. It unfortunately. It's not that. Uh, <clears throat> SAR stands for the Special Anti-Robbery Squad. Uh, squad. Thank you, friend. So, just, just so we know. Anti-Robbery yeah. Squad. Right. Anti-robbery Gonna behead squad. you. Thank you. Okay, that's interesting. Right. Uh-huh. So, um, it's yeah, it's just been disgusting. And dis- disgusting. And a lot of, because it had gotten so amplified, because like I said, there were protesters protesting, and then the government just started taking, just shooting them. Like, I'm talking about AK-47 ripping faces off. And it was so disgusting because, and I wish people on social media would be a little bit more tactful. And I get it that it's to send a message and to show people that shit ain't sweet. But at least put a little trigger warning because I was just randomly scrolling and I saw this young woman dancing, this beautiful young woman dancing. And then the next thing I scrolled on was her body and her face literally ripped off because she had gotten shot. She was at a protest dancing. And then they started shooting and she, her whole face ripped off. Wow. So it's awful what's going on over there. And, of course, a lot of Nigerian artists and stuff started, you know, being like, hey, world, pay attention to what's going on over here. And Tiwa Savage got on Instagram Live. I think she was in London, if I'm not mistaken, and was like, hey, you know, this is what's happening. She was trying to shed light on it. And to be fair, they weren't just pinpointing Beyonce. They were asking everyone to speak up. Yeah. Tiwa brought up Beyonce because she did Black is King, which borrowed heavily from Nigerian culture, Nigerian music, Nigerian dancing, yeah. a lot of West African culture in general. Yeah. So they were like, you know, all Tiwa said was, you know, Beyonce, you know, Black is King, you worked with us. You know, this is the time where we need you. And I said this on Twitter. 
people got really offended by them leaning on Beyonce, but I'm like, you have to understand. And because, again, it wasn't just Beyonce because they did the same thing to Rihanna. They did the same thing to a lot of celebrities. Unfortunately, Beyonce was one of the later ones to speak up on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like I said on Twitter, I'm sure it's because Beyonce was not thinking small. She was thinking, okay, how do we as a as be good? Yeah. What do we need to do? What structures do we need to set up? And I said, wow, that is fine. What people needed was your immediate commitment to solidarity to us in this moment. Yeah. They needed you to do that one post that quote unquote doesn't mean anything, but it means a lot because it informs people. Mm-hmm. That's what we need right that now. You know, I'm right. not oblivious to it. I'm standing and I'm, with and I'm protesters. Yes. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's uh-huh. what people were asking for. So it became this thing where, um, where people started like you know and miss tina got in her feelings miss tina was always in her feelings oh miss tina yes tina, tina will get in her back and, yeah. and defend her daughters miss mm-hmm. tina said bitch all the shit that beyonce done did for you hoes <laughs> y'all got the nerve yeah. to come to my daughter <laughs> like you and she she started calling people inter, um internet activists and she was being i'm not gonna lie she was being very much rich bitch by the very, situation. Very rich white woman. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. You get, how dare you come to my daughter? Yeah. And you internet activist. And she's a real activist. Like, it was very now, I follow Mama Tina on Instagram, but I have, yeah. I don't, with me in social media, it's... Um, you in and out. And I'm, I'm barely in. Right. <laughs> so So I have not seen that posting. So yeah, they started lighting her up, oh, you know, man. and then she responded to the light up and doubled down on what she said, which didn't make it any better. And then Beyonce's um, publicist also was like, you girls need to chill. Beyonce, all the shit Beyonce did. It was very the same energy. All the shit she did for you hoes and y'all got the nerve to question her. Yeah. And it's like, and I said this also, I keep saying I said this on Twitter, but I say everything on Twitter because that's where I'm at. The veil for celebrity culture has been ripped up. And I don't oh, yeah. think the, the Knowles realized that yet. Mm. Beyonce was in a very privileged space for the past, I would say, 10 years. Friend, would you agree? I agree. Nine to 10 years of her career. Not even nine to 10. That's a lie. 2012, when Blue was born, right? Mm-hmm. When Blue was born till about 2018, yeah. you couldn't say anything about Beyonce. Mm-mm. You could not say the slightest thing. Real celebrities would be like, bitch, wait a minute. What? You said what about Beyonce? Not that one. No, you didn't. Yeah. Like, you could not say it. You can utter a slight. You could even be like, I don't like her dress. <laughs> listen, you better ask Carrie Hilson. Listen, Uh-oh. listen mm-hmm. you couldn't say, Actually, it was past post that era. But it was worse, in my opinion. Carrie's <clears throat> lucky she didn't do it in that era. Yeah. Because Carrie did it in, like, Beyonce was still kind of proving I herself. Yeah. I am era. Mm-hmm. This was self-titled. You couldn't say shit. You could not. Yeah. And Beyonce was very lucky because... You could, like I said, for that six to seven years, you literally could not utter a negative thing about Beyonce. And I feel like the, her family, unfortunately, didn't realize that about 2018, that veil was ripped off for all celebrities. Anybody could get it. Yeah. The, the community at large realized, y'all hoes is rich and comfortable. We got it hard. Yeah. So all of you niggas. And you're only rich it. and comfy because of who? Because Us. of us. Your, Thank your you. mama. Right. I'm your mama, by the way. <laughs> right. So. Spending. And if you've noticed, it started to happen when Jay, and then when Jay Z started working with in Robert Kraft and them, yep. that made it worse. That made it worse. Yep. Right. They started inviting Robert Kraft and the rest of the white Republicans to galas, and people said, "Now wait a fucking minute, what is y'all doing?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not the side you're supposed to be on. So, I think they're kind of re- realizing now that the veil is the jig is up. Yeah. Like, regardless of how good you do, or how good you've done, much like Janet Jackson said, "What have you done for me?" Lately. lately people want transparency yeah they want accountability and, it and, 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 and they deserve it and, and they want to know and they want it to be timely and actionable like 
enough of the lip service. And to your point, Beyonce has been our our shining light for so long. And she's Mm -hmm. been like just that untouchable because she comes from that era of that celebrity where celebrities and superstars were gods. Right. They were, you know, like Whitney Houston. You knew about their music. You knew about... You know, just their art and that's it. And they, and they live private lives. And now we're in this era where people want to consume so much about you. But they mm-hmm. also are able to hold you accountable real time. Yeah. And that is a power that social media has given us to level the playing field for people. Right. And I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I, I am too. I'm here Listen, for it. Listen, I'm used to it. I said this. I don't know if it's being a Fenty stand has reared me. Because I'm used to people trying it. Yeah, I'm used to people live. People lived on her edges forever. For years. It wasn't until Fenty Beauty dropped that people were like, "Well, it's, we'll give her a break." I'm gonna see what's going. <laughs> right. Oh, this is so amazing. Right. And then they're like, "Yeah, we'll give her a little bit of a break." But they were still. Listen, two weeks ago, the Muslims was like, "That bitch deserves to die." Who said that? The Muslims. Rihanna. They went to the Muslims. Yes. The, she had a, the Savage by Fenty fashion show oh, because on Amazon was, Prime. Yeah. There was like a five or six second clip in a song that uses uh, her do, if I'm not mistaken, which is like um, it's Arabic. Spiritual. It's, yeah, it's there, Arabic, there were um, some quotes from the Quran, right? Quotes that Quran. were used in the music, and people thought that were, people thought it was inappropriate. Yeah, mm-hmm. because there's lingerie with the Quran. Those mm-hmm. two things don't mix. Yeah, they don't mix. So, and they, like I said, again, Hive, please realize y'all got it real. Real sweet. Niggas just wanted a post from Beyonce. People wanted Rihanna in a casket over yeah, this shit. Like dead ass. Dead ass over a six second clip that she didn't do. Yeah. It was a DJ that created the drop. How the fuck was you couldn't even hear it? And niggas were they were on public international television saying that she deserves to die for that. So I'm like, Hive, I don't got it that bad. <laughs> <laughs> like you know they yeah. defend Beyonce for no reason. Beyonce is defending Beyonce. Yeah. I listen. I tell people all the time. You don't have to defend Beyonce. I don't do the whole stand th- after 2010. After Loud, I was like, you know what? Y'all can't tell me shit about that bitch. Her numbers are stamped. You can't tell me nothing about Rihanna. So I don't even argue anymore. So I don't get why anybody in the hive because you see the material. Bodies. You right. see the work. Thank you. Listen, the quality is. You don't have to say anything. These, these girls are doing their. What they were hired for. Right. Mm-hmm. The job is done. You wanted this position, Miss Mamas, so bow. do something with it. And the girls are working. Right. They've yep. always been working. They've always been working. So that is it for this week's On the Timeline. Yeah. And that's it for this week's episode, actually. Yeah, that's it. Thank you all for tuning in. Come on, again. Pretty, that pretty Ricky sample. <laughs> Listen. Um, Again, please make sure that you reach out to us on our socials. Make sure you are following us, um, interacting with us. We want you guys to send us questions. Excuse me. We want you all to send us questions. Please make sure you do, you do so at growingupgay at gmail.com, Vaughn at growingupgay.com, or Malik at growingupgay.com. All of that will be found in the down bar below. In the meantime and in between time, thank you so much for listening. And we are out. Later. Peace.